The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. everybody welcome to the hockey gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast network my name is talent jenkins joined with our host we got joel meyer and ryan gilbert gentlemen how the hell are we doing today i'm uh, doing fantastic talent the phillies won game three in philadelphia just a big blowout win against the braves took a 2-1 series lead flyers won the uh, home opener last night even though we want them to lose you know keep the good vibes rolling here in philadelphia we got 14 games on the docket for saturday so it's going to be a good weekend here in philly Oh, the Phillies are doing a lot better than uh, the Chicago Bears uh, last night. <laughs> Thursday night football game was uh, not one for the ages. I swore I wasn't going to watch it. But, you know, during commercial breaks, during the hockey games, I, I decided to tune in. And the, the only thing I saw, the first thing I saw was uh, Felix Jones uh, trying to field a punt and just uh, bobbled it. And the commander scored uh, from the goal line right after that. So, uh uh, that was about the only uh, second or uh, minute, maybe, if uh, of that game that I saw. But uh, good thing they lost because, you know, we need the draft picks. Uh, maybe we'll be better in three, four, five, six, seven, seven years. <laughs> Don't hold your breath, eh? <laughs> um, I'm doing good, man. I'm just chilling. Obviously, a nice big win for the Leafs the other day. That was pretty good. We definitely needed it. Uh, other than that, man, I'm just... Uh, I'm just I'm I'm just heartbroken over my performance over last week's uh, locked dogs and totals. We'll get into that in a little bit, but first, everybody go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Eric website, man. That's the place to be. Uh, everything's popping off, dude. NHL is starting up. NBA is right around the corner. Uh, NFL is on. College football is on. MLBs and playoffs. Uh, shout out to Ryan's Phillies, who I guess are doing things and playing games, so that's always cool. Uh, all all the sports, man. Bunch of shits going on. Go check out the website. Read the articles. Check out Jolie's articles, Ryan's articles, all the articles. Listen to the other shows. Awesome way to kind of learn some like input about some other sports that maybe you don't dig as much. Uh, good way to win some money. Uh, speaking of money, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord, though. Get your ass in the Discord. After, like, what has it been, like, two or three nights of the NHL, it's been fucking popping off till all hours of the night. Things go until five in the morning, six in the morning. It's fucking sick, dude. So get your ass in the Discord. Shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord, especially the fucking hockey channel. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, Talon. I was so caught up with my excitement about the Phillies. Welcome back. It was uh, it was sad without you. Just just hold, hold <laughs> But we held held down the fort here, Joel and I. We had a, a decent show, decent show the other night. But it's always always good to have the trio back together. I feel like it's it's the true hockey gambling podcast. Then. Fuck yeah, buddy. Night. Good to be back. Thank you very much. Yeah, and uh, if you like us as well, you can subscribe to us on Apple at sg.pn/hockey. Spotify is sg.pn slash hockey s or just search for hockey gambling podcast or listen to your podcast or we're seeing the downloads go up to start the season so really appreciate it and give us a follow on twitter as well there's been some uh, fun clips being tweeted out some memes and stuff so at hockey sgpn yeah let's get that twitter going man if you're on twitter and you're listening to this like give us a like give us a follow start popping off we'll be we'll, we'll screw around with you call us shit tell us your picks suck or tell us we're awesome that's okay we can take it uh but give us a like or a follow or whatever 
Um, all right, let's get into the Lock Dogs and Totals here. Ryan, you had a fucking hell of a week. Oof. This guy just killed it. Week one, coming out the gate hot. He's buzzing. We're all buzzing. Jump into it, Ryan. Kick us off here. I heard the haters all last season. I was in the lab all summer long. Come out here. 3-0 to start, to start the year. Uh, my lock was the Rangers uh, opening night against the Lightning. They won 3-1. I took the Habs against your Maple Leafs, plus 210. It wasn't looking good there for a while, back and forth, but they pulled it out, 4-3, home victory in regulation. And then my total, I had the uh, Blackhawks avalanche over 6.5. Wasn't sure it should take a team total there. Just went with the game and it ended up... Kind of sweating that one out, but it was a 5-2 win to get to the over. So a good uh, 3-0 and to start the year for me. Uh, for myself, I went 1-2. and two. Uh, Lost the lock. Uh, fucking Maple Leafs. I should have known that they would uh, mail it in against a much inferior <laughs> team. <laughs> I went for the Bro. team total over 3.5 um, against the Canadians. And uh, they they lost in regulation. So uh, that that's how it just that's how it goes for them. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that was the right bet or not, but uh, it lost. So whatever. My dog was the right bet though. This was absolutely the right bet. Vancouver Canucks plus one sixty five. They were up three nothing. They were dominating the first uh, I'd say sixty five percent of the game, and then everything fell apart. Uh, the Oilers just came back, and <laughs> it was all. Uh, stupid penalties, getting the Oilers on the power play, which uh, you know they're deadly with, and Connor McDavid scores his hat trick. So, uh, yeah, I, that was the right bet. But when you're going against McDavid, sometimes you just got to take those losses. My one win was the Hurricanes team total over three and a half, minus 130. I didn't see a minute of this game, and I, I didn't really look at the box score either. So uh, I'm glad it won, but I don't know how. Boys. I was shitting my pants fucking nervous, okay? I will tell you right now. I went down to 0-2 on my first two picks, and I was relying on the fucking Boston Bruins to win. <laughs> you can't start the season over in your locked dog total. I was like, I was holding in a shit on the bus, freaking out, just begging to make it to my bus stop so I don't shit all over myself <laughs> in front of everybody. That's how fucking nervous I was. My lock, I was hyping up the LA Kings so much. They got crushed by the Vegas Golden Knights. Looked like absolute shit defensively. Vegas deserved that win. Uh, my dog, thankfully, the Boston Bruins won against Washington. Uh, fairly easy fashion as well. So I didn't have to sweat too much when that game was on. Um, and then my total, I uh, had Tampa Bay New York Rangers under five, or sorry, over five and a half. I was really hoping to see that game open up a little bit. It looked like it might have got there a little bit at the end, but Vasilevsky was fucking sick. Uh, so that ended up missing. But, boys, I'm telling you right now, I was so scared. Oh, I was. I I didn't even know what to do. I, mean, I can't go over three of the first week, man. It's terrifying. Um, okay, that's okay. We're going to do better. Ryan had a good week. Julie and I are going to bounce back weeks. It's done. It was a mush week. Everything's going to change. Ryan's going to go over for the rest of the year, and Julie and I are going to be kicking ass. All right, we're going to keep things going. We're going to get to NHL news and discussion topics. A couple things to talk about here. Nothing too crazy. We'll keep it nice and quick. Uh, starting things off, Carter McDavid opens the season with a fucking hat trick because, of course, he does. Best goddamn player in the world. Yeah, let's just go score uh, three goals. Not a big deal. Uh, he did hit his 700 career points, though. He hit 700 points in 488 games as the Oilers did beat the Canucks 5-3. to Boys, any thoughts here on McDavid or what? He's just so fucking good. Uh, he's... he's- 
he's he's really fucking good yeah and it's and like joel said the, the canucks had that lead but then you give power plays to mcdavid and dry subtle and they'll just bury you and that and that's what they did and i mean this 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 guy is just really so good it's it brings me back to the point that it's it's a shame that he's being wasted in, in edmonton because he's he's such a great player and hopefully i know they, they won the series last year finally but hopefully they can become a true contender this year or in the near future, or he can leave or be traded to somewhere else. But I don't see that happening. So McDavid and the Oilers can hopefully uh, have a good playoff run. Maybe they'll trade for a defenseman or a goalie at some point during the season, or hopefully Jack Campbell can be that guy. But yeah, McDavid is going to carry the Oilers as far as he can. Let's go Jets. They just scored on the power play to make it three to one. So they should Fuck. be able to seal that game out. <laughs> Sorry, Talon. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, as for McDavid, yeah, fuck that guy. He just uh, calls for that bet. So, uh, yeah, Ryan said it all. Whatever. What, what else needs to be said about McDavid? Yeah, that's it, man. He's he's too good. Like, the, this guy is a cheat code. It's not even fair. Um, all right, we'll keep things going here. This is something that it's kind of pertaining to the games that are happening tonight so the day this is friday night we're recording um but it's kind of prevalent and it leaves me some questions of what's going to happen this season uh jets head coach rick bonus missed tonight's uh season opener due to covid uh boys how do you think you know do you think covid's going to be prevalent this year like obviously like what do you do it's funny you haven't heard shit all about it in the nfl you haven't really heard too much about it from a baseball from a playoff point of view is it is it going to be something we see this year i don't know yeah, it was funny because Joel mentioned how I forgot he said it was going to be like a normal season. There's going to be no COVID affecting anything. And then now for the Jets, Jets season opener, their their head coach is missing the game because of COVID. I don't I don't know how it's going to really, really affect them. I thought maybe because he had COVID, then his his team would have COVID as well or they'd be, be set back in some way. But they don't appear to be that they, they are up against the Rangers and look like they're going to win. So. I don't know. I guess it's I guess it's to be seen. Like you said, we haven't heard it in in professional sports really at all over the past year. So I don't expect anything different from the NHL. So this was surprising to see. Well, the difference between uh, most of the other sports and the NHL is that uh, Canada is a much bigger participant in this league. So uh, you might have different <laughs> policies up here than you do have down there. So uh, I guess they take it more seriously here. Whatever. But, uh, yeah, I still don't expect them to make a big deal this season um, unless uh, there's some new random variant that comes and uh, uh, whatever. I don't want to say too much. But, uh, yeah, the, the Jets won. So, uh, fuck COVID and fuck the Rangers. Dude, I feel like if this was, like, Connor Hellebuck or some shit and as long as he wasn't fucking puking his guts out or dying on a couch or some shit like you wouldn't hear anything about it i feel like we're gonna have a lot of the shit being swept under the rug and it's gonna be a point where like half the league has covid and just nobody knows about it as long as you're asymptomatic or whatever the hell they call exactly. it exactly nobody's yeah. getting covid in the playoffs i can tell you no exactly <laughs> right <laughs> um all right here's our final thing we don't gotta get too crazy into this but boys did you see those uh, fucking nhl digital ads uh, they were a bit of a shit show for the first couple games. I know there was a bit of a kerfuffle. It was going around on Twitter and Facebook and all that shit. You could see. Um, what are your thoughts, right, on the whole digital ads? It it, uh, it seems like a bit of a fucking train wreck. <laughs> yeah, I, I've seen some of the people complaining about the ads and the videos where it's not working. I haven't personally seen it myself watching a game or malfunction. I've seen it. I mean, it's it's cool, I guess. I, I just wonder how teams and arenas are going to have be able to sell that ad space 
when it's being covered over by TV, but that's just my accounting side, I guess, coming in for the game. It doesn't really matter. Whatever whatever is there is whatever is going to be there. We're focusing on the game. It's it's not going to be too much of a distraction. I hate it all. I hate all the ads. Uh, <laughs> bombard us with fucking uh, three commercial breaks during a period and then uh, countless others during intermission. There's way too many ads. Uh, they're getting enough money from all these stupid companies and all that so uh, I'm more upset about the fucking ads in the jerseys especially in the like the, the Montreal Canadiens jersey like destroying a sacred thing like that with the <laughs> stupid RBC logo it doesn't even color coordinate uh, uh, don't get me started I fucking they should just it. shit all over that jersey who cares just cover well, it and shit okay milk yeah I <laughs> love the milk I think the milk logo is sick I just go out of the jersey I want to bring it back and ask if I can get a milk patch put on what did you call it? A historic Hello. artifact or or something like that? The, the oh, logo? yeah. <laughs> Come on. We're historic with the fucking roster with the names on the back of it. Look out. Fuck. I don't know. I'm going to be honest with you. I found it. I'm not going to lie. I found it distracting, though, with the ads on the boards when I was watching the other night. Like, because it, you can tell it's not supposed to be there if that makes sense you know, like it doesn't mm-hmm. belong and it fucked with me a little bit even my girlfriend she was saying she was sitting there she was like what the fuck I, it looks weird i can't stop looking at it i'm like honestly me too i'm trying to kind of look at the play and look at the puck but i just keep seeing like dads they just look a little weird it's a little off i don't know maybe i'm just being a bitch about it but it's i, I don't i don't love it i don't hate like it's not i'm not gonna die on this hill but like i don't absolutely love it you know yeah it, it's not great but you know what is great win bet and if you're thinking of joining WinBet, now's the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Looking to join the WinBet Biggest Winners Club? Whoever hits the biggest parlay on WinBet odds-wise gets a $1,000 free bet. Last week, someone turned $6 into $4,000, and they got a free $1,000 bet. WinBet truly is hashtag DGENs only. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 20 or older and present in the state where a playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, we're moving down here. We're going into another Professor Jolie's Power Hour. Professor Jolie... What's on your mind? Well, uh, we might not get many reviews, but I'm constantly getting questions about uh, how to fucking sports bet. And here's another one. We got a question about unit sizes, particularly in the oh, oh, Tell oh, me about oh, the size yeah. of your unit, <laughs> oh. baby. Let's go. Wow, we can go for days on that. Uh, <laughs> no, we're talking about how to bet, uh, how much to bet, rather, in straight bets versus future bets. Now, there's different strategies on this. I'm just explaining mine. This is not the the, the one-all solution to it, but this is how I do it. And it, I, I think it was in regard to uh, my showing my my spreadsheet and how I stake like uh, six to ten times as much on a future bet compared to just a random daily bet. So, uh, yeah, the most important point is that the futures bets, they smooth out the waves of variance. You know, the, the bigger sample size you have, the less impact that the uh, lucky fluky shit has, right? A, a team might get all the wrong bounces during a game, but over the course of an 82 game season, those bounces will regress positively towards the mean or negatively. If it's on the other side of the lucky shit, 
but half of a team might go out for a drinks the night before a game. Nobody has a clue that the reason they're playing their sh- like shit is because they're all hungover. That can happen in hockey from time to time, even even with these new kids and uh, all their 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 juice smoothies and whatever else they drink. But uh, there, there's still some yeah, there's still some partying going on, especially when you go down to Vegas or something. Uh, right, there's a betting tool called the Kelly Criterion, which calculates how much you should stake on a bet depending on how big of an edge you have or think you have. So if you think that a team should be minus 140 to win a game when they're lined at evens, you'll be staking more than when you think they're minus 120. In hockey, though, because the sport is more luck-driven than others, the common strategy is to take about 30% off. Uh, so like football bets, like football games, they're more um, they're more real, if you will. They're, they're not as luck-driven as hockey, because hockey, <laughs> there's so much luck that goes into the game, uh, especially with the, the goalie performance. I think the goalie is, is more... Uh, they can just get hot in the game more than a quarterback in in the NFL, right? Um, but this stuff doesn't apl- apply as much to futures bets because uh, lucky stuff by nature regresses towards the mean over a bigger, longer sample size. So, uh, yeah, that that's why uh, um, you want to place these futures bets because uh, um, that stuff bounces out the right way over the long term. Anyway, another reason is that with a long-term bet, you have time to think, to strategize what you're going to do with your bet. Unlike, let's say, uh, live betting, where you have to act instantly to something happening or how you see the game going. Ah, maybe this is more of a personal thing since I'm slow and uh, better at thinking about things like a monk or something. But I'd rather judge how <laughs> team are doing and what their upcoming strength of schedule and whatever, uh, spending a couple hours rather than reacting instantly with a live bet. So... Uh, Let's say that uh, a team scores, like that the odds are going to adjust instantly. But let's say that you have a, the Leafs to win the Atlantic Division, that's two to one, and suddenly Morgan Riley goes down. And uh, I can't say a goalie because we don't know if uh, either goal is any good yet. But uh, <laughs> let's say Morgan Riley, Morgan Riley and William Nylander go down for, uh, let's say, a couple months. Instantly, their their value goes down. But the, the futures markets don't react like a live market, they, they're they going to take some time before people bet into it. But you can bet into that immediately, especially if you see another team coming for them. So there's a lot more opportunity to hedge, right? If it, so with these bigger stakes, if you have a lot more money in the line, you can, you can have a, a more of a profit margin there. Like I, I make a lot of bets with longer odds with the intent to hedge. But to do so, I need to have a meaningful amount of money invested, right, in order to secure that meaningful profit. We can get into how to build or find equity on futures another day, but yeah, that, that's why I stake those six times, six to ten times more on a futures bet than a straight bet. I hope yeah, that answers this question. Yeah, I mean that that makes sense. There's a lot of there's a lot more variance with with the bounce of bounce of a puck on ice than there is with over the course of an 82 game season, or if if you if you're having the Stanley Cup in there or, or conference odds. I mean, yeah, it's. I feel like even in in trying to figure out how much you're you're wanting to bet, first I I think at the start of the season when you're still figuring out these teams, bet half a unit on things, and then maybe as you get more confident in in certain teams or certain plays, you know, raise that up as the season moves along. Because as much as even we talk about these teams or we we think we know these teams, you don't, and and you, there's going to be surprising things every night. There's going to be teams that come out hot. There's going to be teams that that come out slow and can't find that chemistry. So I think start I think in this even outside of just futures versus 
game by game. I, th- I think starting out kind of slower and, and then building up, building it up is kind of the safer way to go, especially for if you're kind of someone new to new to hockey or whatever sport you're betting. Another thing, that, one more thing, or to go ahead, go ahead, Tom. No, I was just going to say that's the biggest thing, and you guys both said it yourself. Like for the NHL, there's so much more parity on a night by night basis compared to other sport leagues. So it's something that we talk about. We bring it up almost every show when we talk about this kind of stuff. Like the bottom feeder of the team can beat one of the best teams in the league on any nightly basis. Like it's not like football or something where you're going to have the top feeders just beaten up on the bottom feeders, you know? One more thing. Uh, another reason why I stake lower amount on, on hockey games, because I, I usually bet these games pretty early. And uh, sometimes the the goalie decisions, the the coach's decision to play a, a backup over a starter can really kill you, or or keep a guy out of the lineup for some unknown reason. That can that can kill you more than football, where you, unless somebody's injured, you know who the fucking starting lineup is going to be. So, yeah, that that's just another reason why uh, I, I play a little less on uh, the average hockey game. Yeah, like if you had the Chiefs versus like the Bears or somebody, it, the money line would be huge. But even if you had the best team in the league versus the worst team in the league, the, only, the highest you're going to see is like minus 400. It's rare. It's rare you see higher than minus like 250. So yeah, that that just shows how much randomness there is in hockey. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, fuck. There's a there's another beautiful edition of uh, fucking Jolie's College of Gambling Knowledge <laughs> with our very Ooh. own. Professor Joel Myers. There you go. We got a name for this segment. We love it. Um, All right, boys. Here we go. We got a fucking massive Saturday slate for Saturday, October 15th. We got 14 games on the docket. That's right. 14 games, not nine. 14. Here we go. Kicking things off with the first game at the 1 p.m. hour. We got the Florida Panthers against the Buffalo Sabres. Game itself is in Buffalo. Uh, Florida on the money line sitting at minus 195. Buffalo money line plus 160. Uh, Panthers on the puck line at plus 125. Over-unders at 7. Holy shit. The over sitting at plus 110. The under, minus 130. Boys, I'll kick us off on the docket here. You got to take Florida, right? Like, Florida puck line, maybe that's a play at plus 125. I kind of like Florida in regulation. I don't know what it's paying off. Maybe, like, minus 140 or something like that. Uh, so, I will be taking Florida in regulation on this game. The over-under at 7. Fuck, that's scary, man. I don't know. Like, uh, I'll take the under at minus 130 just because. But who knows, man? Like, that's a shit show. You're giving the number at 7. What a train wreck. Yeah, I mean, the, the Panthers came out and, and won the opener on Long Island. So I think big favorites there going going into Buffalo that they went four head to head last season. They won all they won three by at least two, all four in regulation. Florida's 23 and eight in the last 31 meetings. So I think this is going to be probably another Panthers win here. You know, Buffalo had a good showing against Ottawa, but. Florida, even if they're taking a step back from last season, they're still ways ways ahead of Ottawa. So I like Florida here on the money line, or maybe look at the puck line. Uh, something I've placed already actually is I took the Panthers and then over four and a half to get it down to minus one forty. I feel like there's definitely going to be five goals in this game, so I think that's a safe a safe way to get it down from minus one ninety five. Uh. Yeah, in college football, I have a principle. If the line is over 70 points, you take the under. Because uh, these games seldom go uh, go that way when the, everyone expects it to. And it's the same same thing here. When you, when you see a line of seven, you take the under. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially this year. Because I think they're expecting the same Panthers of last year. Whereas I saw a different team against the Islanders. Uh, maybe it was just the Islanders shutting them down. 
but the Panthers looked like uh, they 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 weren't looking great offensively. They were actually uh, their expected goals for were uh, lower than the Islanders, and you never saw that with the Islanders team uh, of the past. Uh, we'll get into that a little later, but for this one, uh, Panthers offense I don't think will be the same. They'll be a bit more conservative, uh, especially with uh, how poor their defense is, and and the Sabers too. They they looked a little better defensively than they might expect against uh, a Senators team that's all run and gun. Um, so, yeah, under seven, it, it, it's, it's hard to, to – who's playing over? Because you, you have to have eight goals to win your bet. Yeah, so like that's nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, give me the under seven here, minus 130. All right, we'll keep things jumping along here. Uh, heading down to the 4 p.m. time slot. We got the Vancouver Canucks against the uh, Philadelphia Flyers. Game itself is in Philadelphia. Vancouver on the money line sitting at minus 125. Philadelphia money line plus 105 over under is at six and a half. Over paying off plus 100. The under minus 120. Ryan, what's up, buddy? What's going on in Philly here? What's the word around the street? Yes, the word is Stanley Cup. Here we come. We got got a uh, undefeated here in the John Tortorella era. (laughs) But no, I mean, the Flyers took advantage of a lot of devil's mistakes uh, on on Thursday night. I feel like I think they had two goals in 23 seconds in the second period, uh, something short like that. So I don't I don't think the Canucks are going to let that happen, especially with someone like Thatcher Demko. And that even though they they did, they were up three nothing early against Edmonton. But then we said McDavid just kind of took the game over. The Flyers have the Flyers could probably combine the talent of everybody on their roster, and it's not close to McDavid. So I don't think they're they're gonna have any sort of comeback in them against the Canucks. So I, I really really like the Canucks here at minus one twenty five, and I might go back to that well of the Flyers team total under two and a half. Uh, you can get plus one twenty five. The Canucks defense is bad, but but Demko's been good, and I think they their forwards are are better enough than the Flyers to kind of shut them down a little bit, and, and Demko could close the door. For myself, uh, the Canucks here I think are the are the side, even though the lines moved a bit since the open. Uh, a bit surprised that the Flyers um, beat the Devils there. A bit more uh, the same, I guess. Me betting on the fucking Devils and then disappointing. Once again, we'll get into that later. Uh, but uh, the Canucks, they like I said, they should have beat the Oilers. Now they go out east. Uh, Flyers fat and happy after winning that home opener. I think they're like six and seven or something in their in their home openers the last seven years. So they win at home in the first game, and everything goes to shit after that, I guess. Uh, but the Canucks are here <laughs> to uh, clean them up. Are you gonna say something? No. No. Oh, okay. I thought I, I thought I were gonna say a what. I was just laughing uh, at the at, at your joke, Joel. Yeah, you're funny. You're a funny guy, <laughs> yeah. man. Come on, don't oh. sell yourself short. <laughs> okay, it doesn't happen very often, right? <laughs> uh, um, yeah, the Canucks. They have a you know good offense. They should be able to score a few here. And uh, the Flyers are, I think they'll be inept offensively. Of course, they they did score on the Devils, but the Devils uh, clearly outshot them, outplayed them in that game. Uh, just bad goaltending. I'm still a bit bitter about that game, as you could tell. But uh, yeah, give me the Canucks here, minus 125. I still think there's a bit of value in that one. And I'm with you. Like, I I keep looking at this line, and I can't for the life of me realize why it's only minus 125 for Vancouver. Like, I feel like they should be beating the wheels off Philly. Maybe it's because Vancouver lost the first game against Edmonton, and Philly won, and they're 1-0. I don't know. Like To me, that seems really weird, but... 
fuck, how do you not take Vancouver, right? Like, it's it's like they're dangling a fucking big old piece of fruit in front of you or something. You just want to take it. So, <laughs> I don't I don't know, man. Like, you got to you gotta be on the Canucks here. I hope they win. Like, fuck, who knows? Um, over under, though, like, six and a half. I feel like that's a lot. Maybe I'm crazy. Like, Thatcher Demko is a good goalie. Two the truth be told, Carter Hart's a good goalie too. Philly may not be the greatest team, but I'm going to be on the under, man, because you know Tortorella plays a certain style of game, uh, defensive, maybe not fully defensive, but he does take defense into consideration, and uh, just a great goaltending of Thatcher Demko. So I do like the under six and a half, and fuck yeah, dude, you, you got to be on Vancouver here for sure. Um, all right, we'll move on down. 7 p.m. time slot. We got the Arizona Coyotes against the Boston Bruins. Game itself is in Boston at the Gardens. Uh, Arizona, the money line at plus 275. Boston, money line, minus 355. Uh, Bruins on the puck line, sitting at minus 120. The over-under is at 6.5. Over paying off plus 100. The under, minus 120. I'm on the Bruins, man. So, like, Bruins, puck line, or however you can find the money. Maybe, like, a team total is the way to go. Bruins, puck line, look for, like, player shots. Maybe, like, uh, I don't know, fucking anybody. Crutchy's been on fire, I guess. They need to start preseason and the regular season. So, throw a him shot total. Fuck, I don't know. Find, find some money and take the Bruins here. Maybe the over. Maybe they'll even score four goals on their own. Obviously, they have some injuries, but still, this Arizona team is shit, man. Yeah, this is an example of Arizona, the worst team in the league against Boston, who's not even towards the top of the league, probably top top 10 team, maybe, if you want to throw them there. So, and you're seeing minus 355. But uh, yeah, I, I like uh, the puck line here. Boston, minus one and a half, minus 120. Uh, the Coyotes allowed three goals in the first five minutes, 10 seconds to the Penguins. It was all kind of smooth sailing from there. The Bruins were able to put up uh, five on the Capitals. after, So it's it's going to be all Bruins here. I, I like them on the puck line. Uh, as, as far as the total goes, probably lean to, lean to the under just because Boston kind of does play conservatively at times and kind of keeps games close. But th- the best play here is just Bruins puck line. Yeah, it seems like a pretty square play. Everyone's going to be on the Bruins here, but uh, it doesn't matter because the Bruins are going to win this game by margin. The Coyotes, uh, we've seen almost every team by now in the NHL play a game, and the Coyotes were, uh, I think, pretty significantly the worst of them all. I mean, the Penguins hardly put up an effort, and they scored three goals in the first 10 minutes. Uh, They're a terrible team. Uh, Penguins took the foot off the gas and let the Coyotes score a couple goals, but... (laughs) Once they scored a couple, the Pens just poured it on again. So uh, the Bruins should be able to win this game with uh, their AHL uh, team. So <laughs> I love uh, the puck line here at only minus 120. The, the Bruins should win this by uh, three or four. Yeah, and this is their home opener, too. And, and we've seen some good uh, showings from teams playing at home in the first game. So, uh, yeah, what better way to uh, open up the season that in Boston than uh, just beating the brakes off of the fucking Yotes? That's <laughs> a good way to put it, man. Um, all right, heading on down again to the 7 p.m. time slot here. We got the Ottawa Senators against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, Ottawa on the money line sitting at plus 175. Toronto money line minus 215. Leafs on the puck line sitting at plus 120. The over-under is at 6.5. Overpaid off minus 135. The under plus 115. Um, Fuck, dude, I guess. For me, my play is probably going to be Leafs and regulation in this game. Uh, I'm really hoping that Toronto plays. This is the problem with this team is like they'll play shit against like not great teams. You know, we saw it with the Montreal game. Obviously, Ottawa is a 
you know, they're I think they're maybe a bit better than the Habs, but who fucking knows, man? So I don't know what to expect here. But they're my boys. So I'm gonna be on the Leafs in regulation. Uh give me an over Austin Matthews on the shot total at uh, four and a half. That hit last game. Expect that to be hitting for the majority of the year as well. He's the trigger guy on the power play. Um and fuck over under. I don't know. I feel like I feel like they're kind of asking you to bet the over here. This might be a sneaky under game. I could be wrong, but I'm going to take the under at six and a half at plus one fifteen here. It could be Matt Murray's return uh, playing against his former team. Maybe, hopefully, for the love of God, maybe he stands on his head and has a good showing. So I'm going to be on the under and the Leafs regulation as well as Austin Matthews overshot total. I mean, you said it. this is a spot where you you can't trust the Maple Leafs to to win a game against against a bad team. They couldn't beat the Canadians. I think the Senators are considerably better than, than the Canadians. They're at least somewhat in, in the in the playoff uh, conversation. So I think at this line, if I took a side, I'd have to take Ottawa plus 175. I don't know if you can really trust uh, Toronto's goalies yet, no matter which one runs in net. So so I lean that way. I do lean to the over. It does seem way too juiced, though. So I would rather look at the uh, Senators team total over, probably over two and a half would probably have – a little bit of juice on it, maybe go over three if, if you just want that push. Um, you can get over three at plus 115 or over three and a half plus one sticks. Do you think either of those, if you're looking for a play in this, I, I think I'd go with either that or just the Sands plus 175. You and I are going to have a long year, aren't we? <laughs> we might. I, I, I like the, I, I like the Leafs in, like in general, but it's just it's it's I haven't seen I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> So the Leafs already got up there. Uh, they're losing against an inferior team. They got it out of their system. And now here comes another one. And the Leafs are at home. Could be a bit of a left down game because they, they got all riled up. We can't lose two in a row. So they beat the Caps. But uh, I think they keep it going in this one. Uh, but I do think it'll be a higher scoring game. So I, I like the Leafs on the team total here at minus 150. Uh, the Sens are... They, they got one of the worst defenses in the league, but they do have a lot of goal scores. So I could see this being a high-scoring affair. But so I, I like that. I did play a little bit on the puck line. I can find it right here at plus 120. But uh, my favorite bet is the Leafs to score four goals or more, minus 150. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, these guys have one of the best uh top two lines in the league. And uh, the, the Sens have basically the worst... Uh, defense out of any of the, the playoff contenders so uh yeah and then the sands of course they don't have good goaltending either i mean anton forsberg is all right but uh he's, he's not going to be able to keep up with these guys all right also i got one more addition to the card here boys give me dennis malgan anytime goal scorer put it on my card here Denny Melgan's coming in hot. He's popping one in this game, I promise you. And it's going to be before the third period. Mark my words, Denny Melgan, anytime goal scorer. Let's fucking go, Leafs. You know what? I'll, I'll add one, too. Denny Melgan to get popped in the nose. <laughs> fucking pussy. Minus 200. Fuck it. <laughs> All right. Moving on down to the 7 p.m. time slot here. We got the Montreal Canadiens against Washington Capitals. Game itself is in Washington. Uh, Montreal on the money line sitting at plus 205. Washington money line minus 245. Capitals on the puck line sitting at plus 100. The over-unders at 6.5. Over paying off minus 105. The under plus 110. Jolie, over to you, buddy. What do you got here? 
Oh, I have no idea why I'm being uh, given this game, but... Because uh... I needed somebody to fill in a slot. I've done the last three, so fucking just do it. All right. Uh, yeah, give me the give me the Habs at plus 205. I don't give a Ooh. fuck. Um, Washington looked like shit so far. The Canadians are, are, are fighting through it. I mean, Jake Alex looks good, but he, he's obviously not going to be playing. He's going to be fucking Montemblo, so... Ooh. I can't back that. Give me the over six and a half minus one hundred five. My fucking <laughs> my fucking wife's at the door. I gotta answer the door. Keep going. Oh, <laughs> All right, yeah, I I think uh, I'm on the opposite side of Joel here. Uh, I think I think I like the Capitals here. I, I would look at either parlaying the Capitals with maybe over four and a half, over five and a half to get that line down, or just take them on the puck line. Uh, they won all three meetings last season: six three, five two, eight four. Uh, the Canadians did not look good tonight whatsoever against the Red Wings. Red Wings had 80% uh, expected goals. Hiding, high danger chances were 14-2. Scoring chances were 23-8. So on a back-to-back, uh, Washington uh, coming off that loss against Toronto, uh, lost to Boston in the first game. Now they have a chance to really kind of s- Saturday night in front of a home crowd. I think they're going to win on the puck line at plus 100. And then for the total, I will take the over at minus 105. Um, for myself, I kind of like the Habs in this game, man. Maybe we'll see a sneaky upset. Like, I'm I'm just not really 100% sold on uh, Darcy Kemper. I talked about this a couple shows ago. Uh, maybe we won't even see Darcy Kemper. Maybe we'll even see a backup. So, who knows what we're going to get. Uh, so, I'll take a little sprinkle on Montreal, man. A plus 205 here as a nice little road dog. Uh, I, I just don't know what we get in Washington this year, man. But I will also be on the Alex Ovechkin over the shot total number. Uh, I'd probably be at like four and a half or three and a half or something. So I will be on that as well. As far as over under goes, uh, I'll probably ride the over at six and a half. Hopefully we'll see some goals in this game. Uh, give you an actual reason to watch it for Christ's sakes. Um, okay, we'll move it down to the 7 p.m. slot again here. We're heading down. We got the Tampa Bay Lightning against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Game itself is in Pittsburgh. Tampa Bay on the money line sitting at plus 110. Pittsburgh money line minus 130. The over-under is at 6.5. Over paid off minus 105. The under minus 115. Uh, for starters, this is probably the best game on the slate uh, the entire night. So if you are going to be sure to watch a game, this better be the one at 7 p.m. Um, man, I think Pittsburgh's going to be sneaky good this year. I don't think enough people are giving this team a lot of credit. It's... Some people are saying, oh, it's got like the whole last dance vibe. Well, it's not really the case. They just extended Melkin. They extended Latang. Uh, Crosby's still going to be sticking around. He's going to be a lifetime penguin. Everybody knows it. They got some good kind of core pieces to throw in the mix. So you, the likes of Gunsell and Akapanen. There's some players that can play here. Defensively, sneaky, decent. Like there's not, besides like Latang, there's a couple names that are pretty significant, but nothing that really jumps off the board on you. Tristan Jari, though, is a low key fucking sick goalie, man. So I'm I'm high on the penguins this year. I'm going to be on Pittsburgh minus 130 at home. Yeah, I, I think this is a spot where where Pittsburgh is should be favored by more. I don't think Tampa Bay showed too much in the opener against the Rangers and the Penguins. You know, they've only played Arizona so far, so they're feeling good and they have a chance to to. I mean, Tampa Bay had that win against against Columbus tonight, but I, I think the back to back. So you could be seeing Brian Elliott. So. Got to go with the Pens here at minus 130, and I'd probably stay away from the total, but I would uh, lean to the over. Uh, I don't think this is the best game of the slate, because come on, we got the Flames and the Oilers later on. Come on. That's a good, okay, that's a good, East Coast bias, bullshit, man. I'll give you that. That's a good matchup. Uh, As for this game, I got another, uh, not much of a play here. I I don't do with this game. 
Uh, you think it's the the Penguins on the money line here? My only minus one thirty. That's probably going to go up, uh, but I, I'm not confident in it. I like the uh, Lightning. They they cruised this game against the Blue Jackets. They went down early. They had a bit of a contest in the first period, but after that, it was all Lightning. And so I, I don't think that they expended too much energy there. And of course, it is early in the season, so those back to back weariness metrics don't matter as much. So. Uh, yeah, this is uh, if anything, I would lean to Tampa, but uh, Brian Elliott makes me not faithful in that uh, side. So I've got uh, absolutely nothing for you in the game. Pass. This is a spot where if you're following the news and see the Tampa Bay starter before the odds move, if it's Vasilevsky, bet the Lightning. If it's the, if it's the Elliott, bet the bet Pittsburgh if the line hasn't moved yet, because that's going to be a big big factor in this game. All right, moving down again to the 7 p.m. time slot here. We got the Detroit Red Wings against the New Jersey Devils. Game itself is in New Jersey. Uh, Detroit on the money line sitting at plus 140. New Jersey money line minus 165. Devils on the puck line sitting at plus 150. The over-under is at 6.5. Over paid off minus 120. The under plus 100. Boys, I'm kind of feeling a little sneaky Detroit game this year. We haven't seen the Devils play yet this season. Uh, I think... uh, I think we did. Are they playing tonight? No, they played the Flyers. They, the, they lost to the Flyers. Come on. Oh, shit. Okay, well, whatever. Either way, I'm still on Detroit here, man. I think we're going to have a nice little sneaky win. They're going to come in there. I like this team. There's a lot of good young talent. Uh, goaltending is going to be interesting to see how it plays out with them with that Vili Husso. So uh, I, I like the Devils. And Nadelkovich, I should say, as well. I like the Devils, man, as a, as a nice dog on the road here. Plus 140. In the yeah, yeah th- these are two uh, similar, just red, kind of shitty teams on the cusp of the playoffs in the Eastern Conference, one in the Atlantic, one in the Metropolitan. And I like how the I liked how the Red Wings looked against the Canadians. They had a, I think, 3-0 three, three win, maybe they got to. Yeah, 3-0 win. They outshot them by 11. Devils did not look good against the Flyers. Um, so I think they should not be minus 165 or close to that. So I'm going to have to go with the Red Wings at plus 140. I don't think the Devils look good. Look good to me. Uh, they significantly outshot them anyway. Uh, and just fucking same old shit. Devils, man. Just terrible goaltending. Did them in. Uh, Scott Wedgwood, like, four goals on 20 shots or some shit like that. I don't remember. But uh, I'm going back to the well here. Give me the Devils. Minus 165 against the Red Wings. Red Wings had their nice, nice win at home. Uh against the shitty Canadians. They took a long time to score, and uh, they barely won in the end. So, yeah, going over to New Jersey, uh, it's a bit of a letdown spot. I like the Devils to come back home and get refocused and uh, kill them off. Uh, But once again, I'm expecting the goaltending to totally fail me once more. But uh, I can't uh, help but keep going back to the well. So give me these fucking Satanists in New Jersey. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we got a lot of games of seven here. We got we got five games, and you know, if you need to uh, be able to record those games, you need to check out Fubo TV. Uh, Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone plus games in 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch on all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment, and you can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try Fubo TV free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash, slash SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V.com slash SGP. 
make sure you check out Odds Trader. Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different signup codes and promotions from sports books to get the best deal. The app also provides player stats, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather so bettors can make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so bettors can keep records of all your games and betting activity. So go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire, oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. Man, I fucking love NFL Red Zone. Do you guys watch that shit? Yeah, you get, you get the quad box going, get the octo oh, box. Oh, it's the best, dude. I love it. Um, all right, we're going to keep it moving down here. Uh, hitting the 7.30 p.m. slot, we have the Anaheim Ducks against the New York Islanders. Uh, game itself is in New York on the island. Anaheim money line sitting at plus 155. New York money line minus 185. New York on the puck line sitting at plus 135. The over-under is at 5.5. Uh, overpaid off minus 115, the under minus 105. Ryan, what's up here, buddy? What do you think is going to go on in the island? I, I think this might be the least intriguing game on the entire slate. I mean, the Ducks aren't expected to do too much. I mean, if the Islanders win, cool, they, they beat the Ducks. If they lost, it's just kind of an early season loss to, to a young team. So I, I don't really have a good feel on this game whatsoever. Uh, Anaheim allowed... 48 shots of the Kraken, but they did come back and win in in their first game. Islanders couldn't get it done against the Panthers, but uh, I mean, the Panthers are a lot better than the Ducks. So I, I would lean to the Islanders, but I don't know if I can trust them to minus 185 or on the puck line. So maybe I'll take a minus one, probably get decent odds on that or, or throw them in a parlay. Oh man, I'm sweating this uh, Navy SMU uh, SMU minus ten and a half here. Yo, college football game. Fuck you! I got Navy plus twelve. Ah, and a half. <laughs> you're going zero for two against me tonight, boy. <laughs> Navy are on the last drive. Uh, I know, the current I know. odds. I yeah, they're plus three thirty to score. So I got twelve uh, and a half. I'm half a point off, bro. Fuck. <laughs> well, if they score, we're both or I'm fucked. No middling there. But yeah. anyway. Anyway, for this game, the Ducks, uh, yeah, they were a total shit against the Kraken. Totally lucky win there. I mean, good on them sticking together and pulling out that uh, OT win. But uh, that's another game that really busted me. I had the Kraken in that game. But still, the Kraken was a much better team. And now they're going over to New York, where I think the Islanders were at least as good as the Panthers and lucky to lose their last game. So uh, I, I do like the money line here at a minus 185. They should be uh, bigger favorites than that. They're just a significantly better team. And they'll be able to contain Anaheim's young offense while taking advantage of their uh, inexperienced defense. And, and the only way this, this really loses is if uh, Johnny G shows up again and stops 45 shots or True. whatever. But that, that's why he's fucking uh, wasting the second half of the season because he's uh, <laughs> <laughs> blistered every freaking game. Exactly. But you you, you yourself said Stolarz is better or could be better. Well, yeah. Did you say that? half season of Gibson being <laughs> destroyed every night. <laughs> it, was, it was something about, about if Gibson gets traded, they could be still be fine with Stolarz. Oh, my goodness. Uh, it was I, over I the summer. That. Well, maybe, but Stoli uh, the goalie. I'm Stoli the goalie. There you go. Time, so yeah, I could have said that, but <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, no, I, like Gibson's numbers go way down in the second half of the season, so that tends to to bring him down. The problem is that Anaheim need a defense. That's the main. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gibson, Stolarz, they're both decent goalies. Or Gibson, obviously better, but uh, I think another thing too is the contract, right? Because Gibson's contract is a lot more expensive than uh, Stolarz, so 
anyway, uh, give me the Isles in this game at home. Uh, play it in regulation. I don't want to lay minus one eighty five. Yeah, 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 bro. That's a, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Like, I, this is something that you mm-hmm. and I've talked about pretty consistently through the off seasons. That I know, Joel, you're both. Uh, you and I are pretty high on the Islanders this year going to be a bounce back season you can get them in regulation i'm seeing a minus 115 so that's my play right there so fuck yeah dude i think they're going to beat the wheels off the ducks we like the ducks uh unless there's a a gibson fucking stand on his head game but who knows man but so i'll be on the the islanders minus 115 for sure over under five and a half is pretty low dude like there's some talent on anaheim some talent on the islanders as well obviously the goalies are good on both sides but still i'll be on the over as well um, all right, keeping things rolling on down here. 8 p.m. time slot. We got Los Angeles Kings against Minnesota Wild. Game itself is in Minnesota. Uh, LA Kings on the money line sitting at plus 140. Minnesota money line minus 165. The over-under is sitting at 6. Overpaying off minus 110. The under minus 110 as well. Oh, I don't know. I It sucks because I really liked L.A., and I'm not going to let one game discourage me. I'm going to be back on the Kings in this money line, man. I still think this is a good team. Defensively, they got to tighten up, though. Hopefully, they can go in Minnesota on the road and get a win here as road dogs. It's going to be tight. I don't love the play, but I'll uh, I'll be sprinkling it, man. L.A. plus 140. It's back-to-back games here. I don't really like really any on on these this uh, eight o'clock slate because I, I think the Kings are better than they've shown, but uh, and, and plus one forty is, is decent nods for them. But the Wild, you know, they they didn't look too good uh, against the Rangers. Maybe they want to have a have a bounce back. But yeah, I, I would have to go with the Kings. Kings are plus one forty. I just don't want to lay the juice that much juice on the Wild. And I, I would maybe lean to the under. Looking at if you could have a quick flurry, you know, there are two names from kind of the twenty tenth. Maybe they can put together some some vintage performances for a uh, under game there. Oh, I kind of disagree. I think the Wild are the better team against the Rangers, but uh, the problem was, as I as I surmised earlier in the in one of the previous podcasts, uh, the Rangers had that playoff or that the power play. Uh, advantage against the weak wild penalty kill so that's how they, they made their meat and uh, Shostakovich stood on his head for large portions of that game so I'm going back to the well here with the wild uh, I played what minus 155 and minus 165 still good with me just a much better team uh, Kings here they have not they have not looked good especially against the the Knights in the first game uh, that that given the, the puck over uh, Jonathan Quick has been their best player uh, they might need some time to figure things out, but uh, I hope not because I'm pretty low on them actually this year. Um, so yeah, give me the Wild here as my uh, as my pick. Uh, just a much better team on, the, on a uh, bounce back spot after losing to the Rangers. All right, we'll move on down again to the 8 p.m. time slot here. We got the Nashville Predators against the Dallas Stars. Game itself is in Dallas. Uh, Nashville on the money line sitting at plus 105. Stars on the money line minus 125. The over under sitting at six. Overpaying off plus 100. The under minus 120. Um, Dallas, man. I'm a. Uh, I like this team. Uh, we talked about this earlier. I like both these teams, to be honest with you. But I like Dallas a little bit more. They're going to be at home too. So minus 125. I'll take. Uh, that's pretty good odds for a nice home team. Um, to be told though, like Nashville's. Uh, fuck. These are two pretty tight teams, man. So it's going to be a decent game no matter what. Um, might be a little bit boring. I'm kind of feeling an under game here, dude. If you get UC Saros and Jake Ottinger kind of going head to head, potential for an under game, maybe a whoop whoop to sound of goalie games. We got the first goalie game. I'm locked in. I like the under now. I talked myself into it. Minus 120. Let's fucking go. And let's go, stars. Minus 125 on the money line. 
Yeah, this, this is a rematch from the uh, Thursday night game that, that Joel and I talked about, and I'm right back on the under with that goalie game with, with Ottinger and Saros, two great goalies. It was a 4-1 game uh, in that one with two goals scored in the third period. Uh, it's uh, three straight meetings that went under, dating back to last season. So I like the under a lot, and I do lean to Dallas. I think minus 125 is, is a fair price for them here. I think they are the better team, especially at home. Already won in Nashville. Come back home. It's hard to be the team twice, but if you're coming back home for your home opener, I, I think it's possible. So my, my, my better play is the under, but I do like the Stars as well. Yeah, I still like the Stars here. Uh, they yeah. outplayed the Preds there. Um, could be a, I don't know, you know zigzag theory. Uh, Preds come back and win in Dallas, but uh, I think the Stars are about evenly matched with them, and then you get the home, home ice advantage there. Uh, so it's about even, but uh, I do like the Stars as a better team this year um, uh, in terms of potential and all that. Uh, both will be good teams, likely playoff teams, but uh, I'll, I'll give the edge to the Stars. Uh, but the better play here, I, I like the under six. I don't know why they, they put the line at the same mm-hmm. the same price because uh, <laughs> that game uh, should have gone under more than it did. It was like a bit of a sweat there at the end when it was uh, four to one with the Preds having the goalie pulled for like fucking. 20 minutes seemed like uh, I have to sweat that one out. But uh, yeah, I think the under was the right play there. And I think it's the right play here. Under six minus 120 should be the same two goalies in net. No Sunday game. So we don't have to worry about those dumb back to back look aheads, whatever. Uh, so yeah, under six for me as well. Nice. I absolutely love it when we're all riding the exact same picks all together. Nothing could go wrong. Sounds fantastic. So, hey. so do the people who fade us. <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> If you could, if you had to pick one of two, you could, you're you're building a team. You got to have either Saros or Ottinger as your goalie. Who do you pick? Well, is, isn't Ottinger like a lot younger? Oh, not that much. Saros is only like 26 or 27. Ottinger's 23. Saros is 27. I think I think that's a big enough of a gap. I think you got to go with Ottinger. I'd rather go Saros, man. He's a you got a Vesna nominated goaltender for a guy that. You know, it's a mystery box. It could even be a boat, you know. He could even be a Vesna nominated <laughs> goalie one day. He could be a Vesna nominated boat. He could be. Yeah. Jolie, anything? Pass? Ah, uh, fucking Navy just scored. <laughs> okay, pass. Let's go Navy, baby. All right, uh, moving on down here. Pearl Harbor 2.0. Oh. Move down to the APM time slot. We, I'm pumped Navy scored. Fucking beauty. Uh, Columbus Blue Jackets uh, against the St. Louis Blues. Game itself is in St. Louis. Uh, Columbus on the money line sitting at plus 185. St. Louis money line minus 215. St. Louis on the puck line sitting at plus 110. The over-under sitting at 6.5. Both over-under paying off minus 110. Uh, St. Louis, man. Sneaky good team this year. I do like them. I do like Columbus, too. Um, but I like the Blues a little bit more. So Blues in regulation might be my play. It's probably sitting at like maybe minus 135-ish. I haven't looked. Um, so that's going to be my play for sure. Over, under, could have two decent goalies, man, if uh, Merzlikens is playing and uh, Bennington has his game. So I'm going to be on the under here at 6.5, paying off minus 110. Yeah, I'm not sure if Merzlikens is going to start again. I think it's supposed to be uh, Daniil Tarasov for, for the Blue Jackets, which is making me lean even more to the Blues. Uh the Blues, it's it's their their opener here. They're they're looking to looking to start off strong. So I don't I don't mind the puck line there at plus one ten or just just parlaying the the uh, Blues money line with with a lower over or just taking like Blues puck line or Blues team total over three and a half. I think that's probably minus one thirty one thirty five. I saw so 
Yeah, minus 140. That, that's not a bad look. Uh, Columbus allowed four to Carolina, five to Tampa Bay. So I can see St. Louis putting up at least four or five. Yeah, they probably will put up uh, four or five. So I'd like a uh, St. Louis team total here as well. Uh, but, uh, you can also play the over six and a half because Columbus can score two. And the Blues goaltending is still a big question mark with uh, Jordan Binnington regaining his starting spot in the regular season. So uh, we'll see how that goes. But um, I'm fine fading that uh, situation in the short term. So I like the over six and a half here with uh, one of the the worst defensive teams in the Blue Jackets uh, who still have some firepower of their own, even without line it. Uh, so, yeah, I like over six and a half here in this one. What's the uh, over-under on how many beers Brett Hall is going to be absolutely crushing yes. all night long? 27 and a half? Yeah. So again, right. Bad day to be a Bud Light, baby. All right. Heading on down to the 10 p.m. time slot here. We got the Calgary Flames against the Edmonton Oilers. Game itself is in Edmonton. Uh, Calgary on the money line sitting at plus 110. Oilers on the money line paying off minus 130. Uh, the over-under sitting at 6.5. Over paying off minus 130. The under plus 100. Uh, Joel, you were talking about how this is the best fucking game on the docket. So why don't you take care of it here, bud? For sure. Uh, yeah, we got the Battle of Alberta, Battle of Alberta right out of the gates. Uh, Flames looking for revenge. After the Oilers trounced them after uh, the Flames won that first game in that series. Uh, I, I do like the Flames here, but not just for that narrative reason. Uh, Flames, I think, are the better team. And to get them at plus 110 is uh, still good value. I mean, they opened at like plus 135. So uh, clearly the, the, the sharp money is on the Flames. And I, I agree with that. Um, give me the over two, over six and a half, minus mm-hmm. 130. Uh, Markstrom has been bad against the Oilers for whatever reason. And uh, the Oilers goalies have been bad in general. So uh, I, I like the over six and a half here as well. But uh, the, the Flames plus 110, I think, is a bit of a stronger play, though a little less value now. But the line has moved. Uh, the Flames are just such a deep team. And the Oilers are just so dependent on McDavid and Drysaddle that uh, I think the Flames' depth win the win the day. I mean, uh, they played the Avs, but they, they beat the brakes off them because uh, yeah, the Avs were in a terrible spot just coming into town at like four in the morning on game day so uh yeah flames took care of them easily and uh, they should be able to uh win this game as well so give me the plus 110 there yeah i mean i'm right there with you i love the flames here as underdogs plus 110 i think i got them plus 115 i mean they they beat the avalanche already at edmonton had that win against vancouver but as you said vancouver probably should have won that game and i think a team with, with better defense like the Flames, who they got Uyghur in the offseason. They saw Anderson, Hannafin, Tanev. I think they have a much better defensive group than the Canucks did. So I, I like Calgary. Also, that narrative angle is def- definitely one to look at. And yeah, I, I would lean to the over just because these games seem to kind of go crazy, as we saw early in their playoff series. So that's more of a lean. I think my, my favorite play here is just the Flames on the on the money line, plus 110. I'm kind of going against you guys here, man. I'm uh, I'm liking the Oilers, uh, minus 130 on the money line. To me, this is a big game, uh, and I'm a little bit biased, but this is a big game for my boy Jack Campbell here, man. This is his first time in the Battle of Alberta. Uh, he's going to want to come out swinging hard with a big win. The game itself is in Edmonton, obviously, so that gives a little bit of a boost. You're going to have the crowd pumping. 
And uh, fucking McDavid started the season with a hat trick, bro. So who's to say he doesn't fucking put up another three goals in this game, man? I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I like Edmonton, dude. I'm going to be on the Oilers here, minus 130. And uh, I want to bet the over, but I'm going to take a gamble on the under here, man. Like I said, I've got a feeling Jack Campbell's going to want to play well. We know Markstrom traditionally has struggled against Edmonton, especially in the playoffs last year for Calgary. Uh, but he's still a great fucking goaltender, right? Arguably one of the top uh, top three goalies in the league, at least top five. So uh, I'm going to take the under here at six and a half, and it will be on Edmonton on the money line. Maybe we'll have a closer game, uh, 3-2 in overtime or some shit like that. Um, all right, heading on down again to the 10 p.m. time slot. We have the Vegas Golden Knights against the Seattle Kraken. Uh, game itself is in Seattle. Vegas on the money line, sitting at minus 135. Seattle money line, plus 115. The over-under is at 6.5. Both over-under, paying off minus 110. Uh, I hate to say it, man. Like I, Maybe I should watch more Seattle before games before I go and shit on them. I haven't really watched them this year. But I'm going to shit on them, dude. Like I'm going to take Vegas in this, just from a talent alone. Uh, I don't love the Knights. Everybody knows how I feel about the Knights. But they got to be better than Seattle. So minus 135, uh, I'll take the Knights on the road. Yeah, I, I don't get this line whatsoever. I'm I'm all over the Knights here. I mean, Seattle didn't look great. Um, they looked fine against Anaheim, but that's Anaheim, and then and the Kings. It, it was it was a fun game, but Vegas just seems like a much better team with Bruce, Bruce Cassidy there. They they beat the Kings, outshot them 51 to 30. Only beat beat the the Blackhawks one nothing, but outshot them by 10. So I, I think Vegas is a team where they're gonna be able to control troll play more. They're they're a more polished team. They have more talent, and and ultimately, I think they I think Logan Thompson is better than Philip Philip Grubauer in net as well. So, Ooh. I think that, I think the Knights here at minus one thirty five is a great play. I am on the opposite side of you guys. Uh, give me the give me the crackheads here plus one fifteen. Uh, once again, same kind of thing with the uh, the Flames. This line has dropped. But I still think there's still a bit of value in the yeah in the Kraken money line. This is a, a good deep team this year. They've they've shown fight once again, despite being uh, disappointed all last year by their goaltending. They they believe in goalie uh, Martin Jones and Philip Grubauer, and they continue to fight in front of them for whatever reason. I would have given up a long time ago, but uh, here they are, uh, still putting up good numbers. Um, they were the better team against the. Ducks, better team against the Kings, and I think they'll be uh, at least as good as the Knights. So, giving that plus 115 at home. Uh, another play here on the under six and a half. We're going to believe in Grubauer. We're going to believe in. Oh, Grubauer. yeah. Stop. There Stop you the go. I was Let's about go. to say, man. I was like, there's no way that you guys are just going to sit here and shit all over Stanley Cup champion Phil Grubauer, okay? It's bullshit. Stanley, oh, yeah. yeah Washington that. Capitals, maybe. Mm, and he bench, stole the net yeah. from Volpe that season, too. He even played a full series. Yeah. I forget which one. Yeah. Um. Uh, all right. No, I, I'm still going. I'm still going. The Knights. Uh, <laughs> he wants to shit on the Knights more. Okay. Keep it going. Let's go. Mm-mm. No, not, not necessarily shit on them. Uh, we got Bruce Cassidy in there, who is... Uh, <laughs> Uh, he's changed some things up, right? They're no longer the run and gun North South hockey that uh, Pete DeBoer played. Um, uh, they're 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 more of a possession control team, uh, east to west, uh, defending the net. They're not necessarily looking to uh, rush defenders in into the offensive zone. So I, I'm noticing this stuff, and uh, I think that that could lead to some value on Knights unders going forward in the short term because uh, these lines are still marked as though it's the same team. So I, I, I don't mind an under six and a half here, although it, it really depends on cracking goaltending. Uh, 
Yeah, which is not a spot you want to be in too often, but I'm going to put myself there in because um, I'm fucking fucking <laughs> Oh, fuck yeah, yeah. All right, are you good? Can we move on? Yeah, I'm good. Now. Okay, <laughs> cool. All right, heading down to the last game on the docket, and what a fucking banger we got. Uh, we probably should have flipped this one with the Oilers one, to be honest with you, but either way, we're finishing it off with the Chicago Blackhawks against the San Jose Sharks. Game itself is in San Jose at the 10 p.m. fucking time spot. Uh, Chicago Blackhawks money line paying off plus 140. San Jose money line minus 165. The over under is sitting at six. Over paying off minus 125. The under plus 105. Uh, I'll bring us home here, boys. These teams stink. They're both absolutely horrible. I don't even know what to think of this game. But I do think that we're going to see some goals here. I like the over here at 6, a plus 125. You ever seen a shark bite a black cock before? I think we're going to see blood. There's going to be blood in the fucking water, and there's going to be goals. It's going to be over 6, minus 125. San Jose Sharks are going to win this game. There's going to be bloody cocks all in the water. Let's go, Sharks. Let's go, goals. If you were watching this this uh, Blackhawks at Sharks game at 10 o'clock when there's flames at Oilers and also Golden Knights at Kraken, <laughs> please just evaluate your life and, and see what you're doing because it's not even like this is a 10:30 game where it's the DJN special trying to catch catch up on your losses. You got two other great games to watch: Flames Oilers, Battle of Alberta, classic matchups. Or if you're a new fan just trying into hockey, you have the two most recent expansion teams, Golden Knights at Kraken. Watch that game, maybe. Fall in love with one of those teams, and you have a team, you have a reason to cheer for them. Don't watch this game. There, there's no redeeming qualities on either of these teams. Uh, San Jose is going to finish better than Chicago, that they're not minus 165 worthy. So if you're going to bet aside, lean to the dog, sure, root for goals, take the over, but just do not watch this game and, and watch one of the other ones. I totally disagree. This might be a stinky <laughs> fucking game, but there is value on the black <laughs> Plus 140. You're buying low on a team that's already really fucking low, but uh, the Sharks aren't much better. Uh, and they're playing tonight, so they may be starting uh, good old Capo Cockin in, uh, in that, and he is uh, not even as good as James Reiner. So that just tells you something. Uh, block hooks here. Give me them. They're going to win some games this year, all right? They're not going to tank and lose zero. Or they're not going to lose 82 games, right? So, uh, yeah, give me the Chicago Blackhawks on the money line here. I'll be paying close attention to this one. I might even have this one on the main screen and uh, Flames Oilers on my phone or something because uh, the Blackhawks will be uh, my betting interest. I, I like the Blackhawks here in this spot. So give me that dirty, greasy dog uh, to beat the Sharks. Uh, cool. Cur- currently winning right now against the Hurricanes. So that makes me like it even better if they beat oh. the Hurricanes. And then oh. they have the Blackhawks coming down. Uh, yeah, give me the Blackhawks. You, 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 just... can bet, you can bet this game, sure. There's value on the Blackhawks, but don't watch it. Come on. <laughs> have some self-respect no you want to see your money win you want to see your money work for you and Are you, uh, you you're gonna see... have no bets on the other two games uh, of course i will but uh watch them yeah if you got a big how many eyeballs do you have do you have three eyeballs do we not know this about you joel i have two eyeballs but uh i have uh, multiple <laughs> bets so i can Pick and right. choose what I'm watching because there's really fucking ads, okay? I, I can watch a couple <laughs> things. I got to flip back and forth. All right, all right, all right. Speaking <laughs> of balls. ads all the time. Speaking of balls, I'd like to take a second and talk to you guys about Manscaped. Uh, Manscaped, <laughs> I'm just fucking with you guys. Sucks, I, I, <laughs> oh. en- enough of this. Let's go. 
That wraps up our slate. Like Ryan said, don't fucking watch this shitty game uh, unless you're betting on it. (laughs) Okay, lock dog total time. Let's go. That got off the rails here. Uh, Tough start to the season for the podcast. Great start for Ryan. Uh, I myself. Thanks to Ryan. Come on, we're great start. Thanks to Ryan. We're positive here. He carries the team. It's It's a team effort, and we are profitable so far in the season. Damn exactly. right we are. Uh, between between the three of us, we are five and four and up 0.76 units. Uh, myself individually, I am one and two, uh, down 1.7 units. Ryan is three and zero. Oh. Big fucking start to the year. He's up 4.69 units. Nice. Uh, Joel is one and two as well. Same with me. He is down 2.23 units. Mr. Gilbert, you fucking rocked the house last week. Why don't you start us off hot this week, buddy? What do you got here? Yeah, here we go. I got my uh, Golden Knights here against the Seattle Kraken, minus 135. Even on the road, uh, they won all four matchups last season. Seattle has yet to beat Vegas in their franchise history. So I think Vegas was was good against L.A. They beat Chicago. I think they're a better team. So go minus 135. My dog, I'm going with those Flames, plus 110 at Edmonton. I think they're they're comparable team is possibly better and i think they they're better right now i think they're going to be able to hold edmonton off like vancouver wasn't able to and then my total i'm going back to nashville dallas under six at minus 120 just we, we had that goalie game you, you called it talent so under six there minus 120 is my total i guess i'll go next uh, i'm gonna lock up the Bruins. squares play on the board minus one and a half uh minus 120 it's just uh, this should this should be lined bigger uh coyotes are terrible and the bruins uh looked good uh pretty much as good as anybody looked uh, against the capitals that game uh Krejci, four points he's coming back uh mm-hmm. they finally got their second center again and uh yeah they should dominate this in their home opener my dog is uh <laughs> little less confident in this one. I was debating between the Seattle Kraken plus 115 against the Knights or the Chicago Blackhawks plus 140 against the San Jose Sharks. They're both terrible teams. Just give me the plus 140 with the Sharks on the back-to-back without that old nerd boy, uh, James Reimer and Nick. <laughs> the Shermanator. <laughs> and for my total, we're going back to the well. We're going with the Leafs team total over three and a half. Line at minus 150. Uh, the Sens didn't look too good against the, the Sabres, and that defense is, is just brutal. And the goaltending will, will uh, not be great. might be average with that in Forsberg and net, but uh, the, the Leafs should be able to get in there. They just recently suffered at a humiliating loss to the Canadians, one of the uh, worst teams in the league. So they should be up for this one on Saturday Night Hockey. So they should get four goals or more. Come on, I can't lose two Leafs bets. Two <laughs> can't you? <laughs> Boys, you got to go easy on my team here. You're you're kicking me in the pills every show. Um, for myself, for my lock, I'm taking the Vancouver Canucks money line against Philadelphia Flyers minus 125 here. I think we all talked about it on the show. I think we all like the Canucks in this slot. Uh, hopefully they actually show up and don't fucking just lay an egg for me, but who knows? We'll see how it goes. Uh, for my dog... I'm taking Detroit plus 140 money line against New Jersey. I feel like I was pretty confusing when I was trying to do my rundown with Detroit. Uh, I was dumb, kind of high, kind of drunk. It's not my fault. But I am taking the Red Wings plus 140 on the money line. Uh, for my team total, 
I'm taking Chicago San Jose Sharks over six minus 125. I told you, baby, you got black cocks in the water, sharks in blood. There's blood in the water, baby. So over game goals, 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 shit team, shit goalies, backup tendies, garbage teams. I'm liking the over six uh, minus 125. So that's definitely my play here. Jolie, you and I, have we got to have a bounce back week here, bud. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it'll happen, man. Uh, I like your. No, I don't like your. Eh. <laughs> well, fuck you. Okay. I think honestly, I like I your lock. I like I, your lock. I, I think I like all of our plays. Honestly, Devils are winning though. Yeah, that's not bad value though. Red Wing plus one forty. All right, boys. That pretty much wraps it up. Anything else? Or I think that's good, eh? Yeah, I just want to make sure people check out the podcast. Uh, search for the Hockey Island Podcast where it goes to your podcast. Leave us a five-star rating and review. For Apple, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey. Spotify is sg.pn slash hockey s. And we have a review here from uh, Steve. Oh! Fantastic analysis. Five stars. The SGPN Hockey Gambling Podcast crew is top-notch, full of great nuggets and leans to help you win big betting hockey. A must-listen. All right, I like that. See, that's a little tire yeah. pump, bro. That's what we, what need. we need. Yeah, well, exactly. how come the rest of you fuckers can't go out and do something like that? You know, like why? How come it's just Steve that's doing it? Let's go. All right, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be, man. Everything's going down in there. Uh, everything's starting off, dude. We just talked about it earlier at the start of the show. Hockey's ripping. NBA is going to be starting up soon. NFL is going. College football is doing its thing. MLB's in playoffs. Every goddamn major sport is doing its thing. It's the fucking best time of the year. Get your ass at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Listen to the other shows. You know, read some of the articles. Check out Ryan's stuff. Check out Joel's stuff. Uh, it's definitely a good way to kind of get some good insight on some other sports or even hockey itself. Uh, as well, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. Get your ass in the Discord. It's absolutely free. Uh, it's been good to see. We've had a couple people reach out, asking us how to get in there. Always happy to help, man. It's as simple as that. Reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter. Um, but yeah, get your ass in the Discord, dude. It's fun. It's been popping off. We're killing it, man. The hockey chat's definitely the best chat, just like it used to be in the Slack group. So uh, you guys earned it. Shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. And shout out to all of our friends and pals in the fantasy draft that's been going on for four fucking days. Let's go, baby. Yeah, that, that's been a good time there. I'm sure we'll talk about that throughout the season. <laughs> okay, for sure. Uh, all right, guys. My name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me on Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins 94. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can find me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Meyer, and I'm skeptical that uh, this Steve guy is a real person. Uh, <laughs> he's not from the Discord. <laughs> And all our reviews seem to come from some people in the Discord. So unless Steve is another <laughs> alias of uh, a certain aquatic creature, I'm not sure I'm buying this one. Shark incognito? Steve incognito? <laughs> <laughs> Peace. Peace.